welcome to Illumination Bureau, a podcast where we will enlighten you of all the hidden stuff you don't know about careers and creative. This is Catherine Lang Klein and Kristen Harris, and we will be your hosts. We are the co-creators of Portfolio Creative, a company that connects creative people in the marketing and advertising space. We've been doing this work since 2005 and have learned a lot of things that we want to share with you. We have so much to tell you, so let's get started. Hey, Catherine. Yes. Have you ever worked somewhere where the culture just was not a fit for you? Oh, Lord, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who hasn't, right? Exactly, exactly. Where you're just, you know, it feels just almost like nails on a chalkboard as far as how it just goes against your grain on some things that are, are just kind of carried out and accepted. Yeah, and that's so interesting. So obviously we're talking about culture, workplace culture today, and I think that's a great description. Like it just doesn't feel... Like it fits for mm-hmm. you. It doesn't like mean it's good or bad. Clothes that are too tight or a not overly comfortable. fuzzy wool sweaters. It's yeah. just something that's always kind of irritating you. Yeah. And so I think that word culture gets thrown around a lot. So it might be good to sort of give at least our our version mm-hmm. of what we think that is. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of it is about identifying and finding the right fit. There's Mm -hmm. all different ones and some are going to feel good and some won't. Just like you said, like a certain sweater or a pair of jeans, some are comfy and some are just should be retired to the the donation bin. Yeah. And actually, um, there's uh, a great definition of this as far as workplace culture. And that is the set of norms your companies and employees live by otherwise known as what happens when no one is looking. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that's a great way of describing it. It's just what what's going on when, you know, the boss is out of town mm-hmm. and nobody's, you know, quote unquote supervising. Just right. like how do things normally happen in your company? Yeah, how are things done? How do um, people treat the customers? Um, does pay, the pace of the work really slow down, you know, while you're out? Um, if you have a lot of people that are have bought into your idea, you know, it, it should just go along smoothly if, if you're out. Yeah, and again, like a lot of it isn't necessarily good or bad, but it's um, important to know mm-hmm. kind of what your culture is where you are if you own a company or if you work somewhere or the culture of a new place for sure Mm -hmm. because if you're used to a really laid-back vibe and then this is you know much more intense that might not be a fit or maybe you like that intensity and you're Mm -hmm. like these people are way too slow moving for me (laughs) I need like more you know energy and excitement Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so um it's it's not a good or bad but it's like what is honestly you know just the vibe and and the the how things are done here right you know, of, of the business. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not so much of what you do, but you know, how it is that you do everything. And that turns out to be, um, a really ref- a, a great reflection of how you are too. I mean, in some cases you could get into a bad, um, culture or let's just say a culture that doesn't fit you. And then you'll notice that you start changing into that culture too, you know, just in order to fit in and, you know, whether or not it, it feels right, you know, that's fine. But, um, yeah, it, you just find yourself kind of just starting to be that culture. Yeah, and I, I know what you mean. Like it can affect, you know, sort of how you behave mm-hmm. either because you're either becoming more like it and if it's negative, that's not so mm-hmm, good mm-hmm. or you're trying so hard to fit in or somehow conform or, you know, this seems like how everybody here does it or mm-hmm. behaves. So I'm going to try to be like that. But right, it feels right. so uncomfortable because it's not naturally who you are. Exactly. But it's even more stressful. Exactly. And, I, and I've been in those sort of cultures too where, you know, you, you try to fit in and do things like everybody else does. And then you're just like, this is just really a struggle for me to do it. Because I'm used to doing it a different way or um, it's just not how I'm wired to do it. So then that for, would be a great example of a, a cultural a cultural non-fit, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you wake up in the morning, you're like, ugh. 
I have to go to work. Instead right. of like, oh, it's a work day. Yep. Like, you know, yay, I'm, I'm going to go s- accomplish something. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to get stuff done and I'm going to do it with my team and we all respect each other or, you know, it just really can kind of go on and on. And, and, and again, that could be anything. You might find that your colleagues challenge you, you know, and some people might not like to be constantly challenged all the time. They just want to work at their own pace and see their own accomplishments. But I feel like someone is constantly, you know, kind of, you know, one-upping you all the time that might not be good for you or, or it might be a good driver for you. Yeah, exactly. Kind of knowing how you respond to mm-hmm, something like mm-hmm. that is, is really important. And I think that it's, um, like you said this too, it's sort of the how things are done in every way. Like even the little stuff, you know, how's the phone answered? How's mm-hmm. the entryway look or what's it like when somebody comes in your office or, or your store or restaurant wherever you have um the flow the pace the way people talk to each other mm-hmm. or not does everybody kind of have on their headphones and they're just really intensely you know working on something it's all the it's kind of all the little things that maybe seem insignificant right. actually right. but they're all the the tiny things mm-hmm. that and a lot of times it's stuff that you can't plan either like you can plan to design your office to look a certain way and what color paint and put your logo on the wall. And, you know, there's so many things you can plan, but it's really hard to plan your culture. Right. And it should be uh, confused with branding, I suppose. Yes, exactly. You're not going to sit down and design it. Right. Let's design a culture. And it's like, this color is our culture. Yeah. (laughs) Look at the calm blue because we're calm people. No, it's it's, it's (laughs) beyond that. that. (laughs) But it's, um, I mean, you can be purposeful about it, but it also... It's sort of like, I think it's almost like a natural entity of its own. Like Mm -hmm. it just sort of evolves and has a personality of its own and you can try to shape it. Maybe it's kind of like raising a child or something. Probably. I don't have have children, but. Having a business is a lot like raising a child in general, so. (laughs) It sort of is there and you can shape it and influence it, but you can't completely change it. Right. But you can be aware and you can sort of guide it in the direction, you know, that that you want and but a lot of it is driven by the people on your team so a lot yes. of it comes down to like who you choose yes. and then how they all interact mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um typically when you're at the top of the food chain if you're one of the leaders in that team um what is tolerated and not tolerated can become part of the culture too i mean you might have you know something in your mission statement or whatever that you're the most caring company in the world. But if on the inside, that's not the case, then you know what, that's, that's your culture. And it's either not matching up with, with, with what you want, or um, you have just allowed your company to turn into something that is something that you wouldn't necessarily like or like to work at a place you would like to work at. Yeah, that's so, that's so smart because it's not, um, it is, it's what you tolerate or not. It's not like what your rules or your policies mm-hmm. are, what's written in your handbook. Right. It's what you really allow to happen or not. Exactly. What, what's can, okay. It can be runaway. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you have a runaway culture. And, and that sometimes happens like if just with perhaps a wrong hire. Um, and I, when I say wrong hire, I mean somebody who is just not a fit with your culture. Like say, for example, everybody on your team is super driven. And then there's one person who is just kind of chugging along at their own pace. And they're like, you know what? Our numbers would be better if Joe over there um, did a better job. Um, that's where the friction starts coming in. And if your full culture is, we are a highly driven company, you know what, that person's not a fit. And they can perhaps go somewhere else where a company might need some more hand-holding or the the timeline's drawn out a little more. Um, But they have just been, uh, you know, misfit for you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the other thing to really check yourself on as a leader is what you're saying versus what you're doing. Because like you said, it goes Mm -hmm. back to like what's tolerated. You can say all kinds of things. Right. 
but ultimately what either, well, first of all, what you do mm-hmm, mm-hmm. goes a long way because everybody's watching, seeing what you're yep. doing. That's accepted as the norm and, and okay if you're doing it. And then, you know, what what you allow other people to do. And allow sounds, I guess, kind of negative. It's not necessarily, it doesn't have to be bad, like nope. people getting away with things, but just like what's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, do people have to all strictly be in the office at their desk at nine o'clock? Or is it like you can arrive somewhere between 845 and 915? Mm-hmm. Either of those are fine mm-hmm. but everybody kind of needs to know what the rule is and it's not necessarily the rule in the handbook it's like the the unwritten rule that everybody's right. really following right like oh yeah the handbook says nine but here's how it really works right and it's like what and what everyone who's there tells the new person right okay here's how it really works around <laughs> <Right>. here because <laughs> you have you spent the time to write all that stuff out and then if the word on the street is no really it's different yeah. here <laughs> here's how we really do exactly. it exactly let me, let me come over here and let me tell you how it really happens around here exactly that's and your culture <laughs> right and it, it's it's really important because if that is kind of what you're preaching to the outside or what you truly believe in your heart um you may or not be able to, to change the culture once it has been established yeah, and knowing what you truly believe in your heart, I think is really important because honestly, you may, I mean, you may care if somebody's there right at nine because mm-hmm. maybe you're a store and right. someone has to like unlock the door because there are people customers waiting outside coming in. <laughs> or maybe you're sort of a, you know, information technology kind of a company that just needs to get the work done and you honestly don't care if people come in at nine or 11, as long as they accomplish all their tasks for the day. Mm-hmm. So like you have to be honest with what really matters. Right. Right. Cause if you have like, say for example, somebody who is really rigid and this is on your team, really rigid with always coming in on time and other people are kind of poking in, that's going to start really irritating them. It's like, well, the culture is they can come in whenever, but every time it will irritate them if people come in late, you know, that may not be a cultural fit. Yeah. Um, people that um, like talking versus not talking, people that like yelling versus not yelling, you know, um, it's just, it goes all across the board and you have to really kind of decide, you know, what is it that we stand for? How do I want people to treat each other and really get people to either un- understand that or just find people that are the right fit? Yeah. And it's a little bit of picking your battles. Like, oh, gosh, what, yes. what actually matters? Mm-hmm. Does it matter if somebody's here at nine to unlock the door or not and then mm-hmm. you decide and then you know obviously how you behave is right. what's going to be accepted right, right? yeah and if, it, if what's most important is meeting goals then that's the one thing that you hold up or treating everyone kindly that's the one thing you hold up mm-hmm. and you know if people can't live up to that then that's another red flag for you yeah I think that um when you, you sort of mentioned like there's you know maybe some always likes to come in on time and maybe have a more laid-back culture I think that cultures can be very self-policing. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. if everyone on your team really buys into it and, and likes the culture you have and embraces it, they actually keep building it and ingraining it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so then they all kind of check themselves and what they think is okay or not. And, and you don't even have to. Mm-hmm, <laughs> you know, everybody's mm-hmm. kind of just checking themselves. But what also sometimes can happen is you get someone who almost becomes like this self-appointed, you know, culture police or something. (laughs) No one asked them to sign up for that Mm -hmm. role. And sometimes they are not totally in tune. Like you said, like, no, everyone has to be at nine here at nine. You're like, we, no one ever said that. But also even sometimes it's because they really do care and they want to protect it. Right. But they start coming at it at like a, you know, this is wrong. Mm-hmm. People aren't doing it right, right kind of right. a thing. And it's like, well, but the it is sort of what they're all forming. Yes. I think you have to kind of watch out for that person who has decided somehow they're 
policing all these rules mm-hmm, that were actually mm-hmm. not rules. They're kind of this unwritten, yeah. you know, vibe, if you will. And there and there might be rules that you would like people to follow, kind of like how we had said before. And um, if that is how the company is run, that that's what you have to stand by. Again, just kind of picking your battles as far as what you would like your culture to stand for. And you can kind of do that just by... Um, if you're a business owner, writing out what you would like your company to stand for. And if you are an employee, what sort of company would you like to work with? And especially if you're interviewing, these are, would be some great questions to ask uh, a future employer. You know, um, what is your culture like? And see if it matches up with your list of things. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's a really good part, you know, to be checking when you're talking to a new company. I mean, it's, I don't know, half or whatever. It's equally as important as the job to mm-hmm, me mm-hmm. and and on the hiring side equally as important as the skill set mm-hmm. like obviously the person has to be capable of doing the, the work or trainable but beyond that like how well they're going to fit into the culture it mm-hmm. is really important mm-hmm. I mean it's I think it has a lot to do with whether they're going to succeed or not right and there's um in some cultures too where um people have to get kind of dressed up like they're going to see clients or there's a certain style at the office that needs to be maintained. Um, and then some people might, you know, get a little lazy on that summer comes and suddenly everybody's in shorts and flip flops. You're like, well, wait a second. We don't do that here. <laughs> yeah. exactly. Um, and if somebody's like, well, you know what, this is the way I dress. That's, that's a <laughs> bit of a problem. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And, and you have to have some rules, right? Like it can't just be a like Lord of the flies, <laughs> right. you know, self-created, <laughs> you know, free for Because you'll be surprised on how far people can take it. Yeah. I mean, you, (laughs) your point about like the shorts and flip-flops is perfect because there are some rules that you have to have Mm -hmm. because they're important to your business. I think you have to decide like, is this really important or not? Like, am I really going to fight about if I, if it's not important, but it is important. Like in that example, well, you're going out to meet clients. They work at places where people wear suits. You have to Mm -hmm. be, you know, somewhat at the same level of dress as they are Mm -hmm. like that's just part of the rule of the company and it goes with the role right Mm -hmm, and maybe mm -hmm. some roles do and then maybe other people can show up in shorts because it doesn't matter but um you know there are there are certain things that really do have to be rules and they don't have to necessarily be written down but they need to be told and expressed somehow yes yes and i will just give everybody a little heads up that if you are wearing flip-flops of any kind i would like a nice manicure Male or female, because nobody likes looking at ugly toes. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, somewhere you get all the sandals. I do that courtesy for others. I was going to put on, you know, some toe-revealing shoes today. Then I switched because I noticed that I needed a pedicure. <laughs> <laughs> so in Catherine's culture, everyone yes. needs nice-looking like, toes. It's like, please, you know, <laughs> just know yourself. There's very cute shoes that are still very summery that don't show your show your toes. <laughs> yes, yes. So um, We can kind of go over a little list of some of the things that we do here that... and. You know, they're just super simple stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, but it's stuff that, you know, we want people to behave this way. And this is how our culture is. And these are the people that we like to work with, too. So that's one way to look at, too. Do, what type of person do you like to work with as well? So um, why don't you go ahead and start? Uh, well, one is like we like to have fun. Mm-hmm. So, like, if we're not having fun, 
I'm not really that interested in participating. <laughs> you know, there could be lots of other things right. I could be doing. You know, and especially, you know, since we started the company, why would we do something that makes us miserable? So, yeah. or have people come here that are miserable. Right. So, you know, you, you have to define, I'm not talking about how, you know, we have balloons and beanbag chairs. It's not that kind of fun. It's like you just enjoy coming and you enjoy the people you're with. Yeah. And every day isn't, you know, rainbows and sunshine. Of course you have challenges or something doesn't go well. Mm -hmm. and that's, that's not what it's about, but you should, I hope here at Portfolio Creative, people generally enjoy what they're doing. Mm -hmm. They generally go home and say, that was a good day. Right, right. You know, they enjoyed most of it. Maybe they had some challenges to figure out, but then they felt good about mm -hmm. figuring it out. Exactly. Like there's exactly. a win That's too. That's fun. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just genuinely like people should enjoy what they're doing here. Or if not, I would hope they'll go find something that they are enjoying because exactly. it's a lot of time you spend at work. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, um, another one is friendly. Um, we smile and say hi, ask how you're doing and actually listen to what the answers are. Um, we like nice people and we think that um, generally people are mostly nice and granted you would probably cross some people that are a bit of a challenge in that regard. But I think if um, you're always friendly and positive, you know, you kind of get people to, um, mimic you a little bit. Maybe you know, there's something that's really irritating their day. Why would we be another problem in their day and not be nice? You know, it's like, you know, you might have a thousand things that are just eating at you today, but you know what? That one thing is not going to be me. Um, so just being, you know, always trying to be as friendly as possible. And especially since we deal with a lot of people that are coming with a very stress in a very stressful position, like perhaps they've just lost their job or they're in need of a new job because they hate their job because it was a terrible culture fit. <laughs> and, and we have clients that call us and they have a huge need, like a deadline that they're trying to fit. So, um, like I said, the last thing they need is to have some other, you know, grumpy person to deal with or angry or offer them pushback, you know, so we always like to be friendly. Yeah. I mean, it, it never hurts to be nice, right? It never does. And it'll never backfire on you. It's never, <laughs> it's never a bad thing. Um, another thing is just caring. Like it sounds funny, but we joke and say like, we're different because we're nice and we care. Mm -hmm. And you know, we are nice and we do care about people. I mean, that's, that's mm -hmm. what our whole business is. And so it's just the, the nature of what we do. And so it's, you know, when we're looking for people for our team, it's just important to find people that that resonates with, mm -hmm. you know, I don't think most people are general, you know, evil, but a lot of people aren't so interested in, you know, learning the minutia of someone's life so they can help them find a job. Right. But when, when you find someone who does enjoy that, mm -hmm. then it's a really good fit. Yeah. We, I mean, we really just like people and, and finding out more about them, I think is really fun. I like to hear what their backstory is and, um, seeing how we can help them, genuinely help them and not say, yeah, we care and it doesn't really mean anything. Yeah, and it's so rewarding when, when you do help them. Yes. You know, like that's such a win. So. Which leads to yeah. another one of ours, which is being helpful. Um, it's our job to help people. We are problem solvers for our clients, talent, and, and others. Um, if we can't solve the problem, we will offer other resources to people. You know, we don't try and sell ourselves as being the answer to everything or, oh my gosh, you have to work with us. Wait, wait, we'll figure this out. <laughs> you know, we are perfectly comfortable with letting somebody go and passing them on to someone else that we think could be more beneficial to them. Um, again, a case just will create a very stressful situation um, if, if we're trying to basically bang our heads against the wall, trying to solve some, somebody else's problem that could very easily be handled by somebody else. Yeah. So I, I, I think it's caring too, I guess too. <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. I, I, I don't care. have to help you, but I'm going to make sure somebody does. Yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> try and get you some help, mm -hmm. even if it's not me. And I think, you know, it goes back to, like you said in the beginning, it's not what you're doing, but like how you're doing it. So, mm -hmm. you know, when we're going about our work, we're having fun and we're being friendly and nice and caring and helpful. And that's, you know, sort of how we uh, 
approach it. Mm-hmm. And, and it's the same thing. And whatever the words are that are appropriate for another company that, you know, there may be other words, um, but it's just how you approach that work and, and kind of, you know, what, what you're doing all the time, right. whatever the task is. Mm-hmm. It's like, how are you doing the task? Right, right. And I see uh, uh, some people, too, that um, will have a job, you know, makes good money, and then they might volunteer for something that they'll, I'll do little finger quotes um, that they really care about. And it, it's really about bringing that to your job. You know, what what if you had a job that you actually really cared about what you were doing, you know, versus one that you're, is just a paycheck, is just filling some time of the day. Maybe, you know, it might bring you some satisfaction, but do you really care, truly care about it? And I've worked in a number of jobs where, I mean, it's been vast and um, with all the different clients I've worked with, being in, you know, both advertising and for corporations. And um, sometimes I, I was just like, well, you know what, this is great, but I kind of don't care about it. <laughs> There's, this is not going to change the world um, for, for me doing things. But So I've always tried to be pretty strategic in things that I, I truly thought could not only bring me joy, but could bring other people joy, too, with my completed thing. And that's what's actually kind of cool about being in a creative field, too, is that you can actually deliver something that's visual or tangible that can make people happy. Yeah. <laughs> you actually create a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. But even if you're, let's just say, working, and I love using accounting people as an example because it's like the complete opposite. The antithesis. Of, uh, what, like a total <laughs> antithesis. Um, but if you are, let's say, working with you know small companies, for example, and you can save them some money and that brings you joy or you can help... Um, your clients maybe retire early or you can help a larger company um, structure themselves better, you know, in your role, that is super rewarding. And, you know, it it could just really be anywhere, anywhere you can find that sort of care and satisfaction. It's like, I can't wait to go help somebody today. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, it's, there's all different cultures out there. Some are very, you know, hard driving, you know, certain hours, X Mm -hmm, amount of mm -hmm. phone calls, very metrics oriented. We're going to, you know, accomplish this goal and everybody has goals they want to accomplish, Mm -hmm. but like how you go about tackling them Mm -hmm. is a certain kind of a way. Other places are very, um, you know, maybe family oriented, much more flexible, Mm -hmm. you know, offer maybe some different resources for people. And that's a great fit for other people. Right. And, but you get the wrong person in each of those. It would be, you know, sort of a disaster. (laughs) It'd be quite painful. And I'm sure we all know that person that is always like on time, ready to open the shop and then they'll check out at five and then they're done. Um, plus a person that just kind of just wanders through their day a little more. It's like, you know, I, I will show up when I'm inspired to or whatever. Or it's like, this feels like a good time for me to start working. Yeah. And, you know, culture is just really what what goes on when nobody's watching, right? Exactly. When the cat's away, what what's happening? What are the mice doing? What are the mice doing? <laughs> and, you know, generally, they're probably really good, trustworthy people and they're working hard and they're totally doing their job. Thank you so much for joining us at Illumination Bureau. We hope that you have gained something by listening today. Illumination Bureau was brought to you by Portfolio Creative. You can find out more about Portfolio Creative at PortfolioCreative.com. If you have a topic you'd like to hear about, please send us an email at questions at PortfolioCreative.com. Please subscribe and join us next time for more creative career tips.